welcome back to the What's Fashion Technology podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss all the new innovations within fashion. And this week I spoke to Zero Ten, the app revolutionizing fashion with AR. So Zero Ten is a space for creators to present their work through augmented reality. And now Zero Ten is also revolutionizing fashion retail with an AR mirror technology, allowing shoppers to virtually try on any clothing of their choice in retail stores using the Zero Ten kiosk. So I think it's obviously a really relevant time for augmented realities. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode and find it valuable. And I can't wait to hear what you think. Enjoy. It's amazing. And I think like you said, yeah, I feel like it is the best augmented reality for fashion right now. But I really want you to explain for those who don't know what Zero Ten actually is, also how it started and kind of the mission behind Zero Ten. We are... A company that has managed to develop a great technology for augmented reality fashion and we are working on making sure that these solutions are available to both independent designers and fashion brands or even retailers or whatever entities really that want to enter the world of augmented reality fashion and even if they don't want to enter the world of augmented reality fashion to provide them with things that will bring that world uh, into the physical retail. And while that might sound slightly cryptic, the main idea is that we do amazing augmented reality trial, which means that basically if there is a video feed, we could apply clothes that don't exist in real life, or maybe exist in real life, onto that video, and it will look great. I'm currently in charge of product here at Zero Ten. That means that basically I am the person responsible for making sure that all the cool tech and all the cool fashion is actually usable somehow or at least somewhat. That means, of course, products like the Zero Ten app, which is a great way to discover digital fashion, to take photos, to take videos, to explore more of that. And we've we done uh, a lot of that uh, in the last couple of months, half a year. We also have the Zero Ten Air mirror, our current flagship, and something that we're super proud of. And that's not really a single product, I'd say. It's several different products all using the same tech. And of course, we have a fantastic uh, website where you could actually also explore all the collections, all the designers, all of the cool items we have. And I think it's probably one of the biggest AR fashion storefronts in the world right now. I might yeah. be wrong, but it definitely is among the top three. It's amazing. I've seen the mirror and I think it's so cool because I think everyone was speaking about AR mirrors in fashion retail for a while, but it hadn't really happened really from what I'd seen. And then I saw that you did the AR mirror for Tommy Hilfiger and Coach as well. So it's really, really, really cool. It's really cool. We have a fantastic 3D design team who mm -hmm. uh, could either help a brand adapt what they already have or help designers adapt what they already have to actually be usable in augmented reality, uh, or they could build stuff from scratch or work together with brands to create never before seen things like what they did with Coach. I think that's like one of my favorite examples of how brands and designers or brands and digital creatives, even those working for us, of course, could collaborate and create things that couldn't exist in reality and still are very much on brand. And we also have a fantastic tech team who are working on all of the incredible technology that's powering our app, our mirror, uh, and all of that is our own tech. So some of our competitors, uh, they could be using existing technology supplied by the likes of Snapchat, 
We're using Apple's default libraries, which are, you know, great for general use augmented reality. But we are focused on fashion AR. And that's a very different world. That's a very, I mean, not a very different world, but that requires a different approach. That requires a slightly different tech stack that um, requires you to put your focus into different things. So like fabric simulation, so that things actually move like they would in real life, or more accurate body tracking so that the clothes would stay on you. Uh, I think like other companies have fantastic augmented reality tech, and Snap is really good when you say you want to play a game where, I don't know, you catch um, rings with your nose that looks uh, like a giant stick, which is something they actually have, and that's super cool, that's super fun, and it's an exciting uh, thing. But uh, for fashion, I think Zero Sound is probably the best uh, AR tech right now, uh, and this is because we've put a lot of effort into that. And it will look great. That's amazing. I think you've put that in a really digestible way. But I want to know, in your opinion, what's the main benefit of having this? Is it novelty? Is it for virtual try-on? Is it a new marketing experience for brands? Like, What is the number one reason that fashion can benefit from this type of experience? So right now, we're in a, in a very different state than we say were like 10 years ago or something, uh, because a lot of factors play into it. So, number one, of course, it's always been, I think, a pipe dream of many to make sure, to make it possible to try on things at home. People have tried to do that. Some companies have succeeded in some niches. Uh, some weren't that successful. But overall, we're all moving towards that. It's a bag try-on. Uh, there are very successful examples. Shoe try-on, tech. So, you know, try on at home. Tech obviously has its benefits, increases uh, the rate of returns for e-commerce, it increases the conversion rate, it's a great nudge for the consumers, so that's one thing. But that's like something that has been around and that's something that's very utilitarian. But I think another benefit of AR trial, of course, is for the designers, one for the companies, because it enables them to give people a way to try on to wear, sort of, on social networks perhaps, or maybe even in the comfort of their own home, or maybe to see that on a display window somewhere, uh, to actually wear things that might not exist, or to wear things that might not exist in this particular shop, or to wear things that have not been produced yet, and to assess whether they should be produced. Uh, there are so many different uses to this, it's absolutely insane. So I'll just list a list of uses that Zerotan has found so far, for augmented reality fashion tech. I mean, of course, most um, elegant use case where you just, you know, explore different digital, for only digital first items. You try them on, you wear them, you create great content with them, you post it on your socials, you have fun. That's one thing. And that's something that our app has been enabling for quite a long time. Uh, it launched in autumn uh, 2021. So it's been around for like a year and a half. And it's great at what it does. Yeah, I think it's probably the best way to create content with digital clothing right now. But that's not the only use for that. Of course, we have launched the Air Mirror. And the Air Mirror allows us to sort of bring this portal of uh, augmented reality into real-life experiences, like real-life brick-and-mortar retail, uh, both indoors and outdoors. And I think there we have found some exciting use cases. So, of course, one of them is, I mean, it's more or less advertising, but it's advertising that's super personalized because instead of like seeing a screen where there is a video with a model wearing something, you are the model. You wear that thing and you look fantastic. You look fabulous. You have extra stuff that could only happen in augmented reality. You have 
could have extra experiential things as well there. And this is something that we did with Coach, and that's super successful uh, on the outdoor display window. Like, that's absolutely brilliant. We actually see in crowds, form out of nowhere. We're seeing, uh, I would say, definitely hundreds of like active users per day, thousands of people looking at that experience and just, you know, rushing past because it's New York and they probably don't have any time. But we are seeing, like, we're seeing thousands of people actually using that over, over, over the course of this activation. Uh, another case, of course, is the indoor entrance. And I think what we are finding there is that they are more, I think, useful for discovering what's available. We have seen that, say, people using those in London on Regent Street, told me the flagship, were more likely to actually complete a purchase. We have found that over some time frames we have measured, uh, people that use the AMRO were three times more likely to actually buy something in the shop than the average customer, which I think is pretty cool. But I think the, the biggest complaint we got there with the AMRO in London was that people wanted more stuff. So I think it's a great way to explore the full catalog, to sort of like live in this uh, dream of the store of the future where you don't really have to browse all of the rails, you know, with all the clothes hanging on them. You just enter the dressing room or you don't enter the dressing room at all. You just see an air mirror, you browse what's available, you pick things that sort of catch your attention and then you only try on that stuff. And I think that could be a pretty cool experience for a lot of people. It was a fantastic write-up by Fast Company where the author said that she absolutely hated shopping, but we turned that into playing and that she absolutely loved that. And I think there are lots of people out there that hate shopping and AR could help them sort of turn that into a more playful experience. And I think that's super cool. Obviously, you mentioned that using this experience increased the sales or increased the purchases. And that's like such an interesting metric in a way. But do you think the reason for that is because it adds this element of novelty and fun and play? And that's the reason why. Well, I think it really it's really hard to pinpoint what is the main cause of that being more fun to use. Uh, it definitely is an aspect, of course, of it being a, a very fun experience. And um, we're seeing people with kids really enjoy that. And the kids use their mirror and then the parents see that that stuff looks great. And they also give it a try and they, they might actually buy it. So there is that. But the element of novelty will wear off eventually. And we all know that, so, which is why we are already working on transforming this from a simply fun experience uh, into something that is actively useful. So we have a vision, and I think that is one of our most fun visions for sort of like the future of AR try-on in the mirror, which is, of course, to create a pop-up store that would only have an air mirror, maybe some on-site stock, maybe no on-site stock whatsoever. And we feel like if this thing could sell, and we think it could sell, it could sell using an incredibly small footprint, which means that real estate, which is a huge part of the you know cost of running the store, probably not the biggest, but nonetheless uh, a huge element of that. And people hate paying rent. I, I've been like places like Regent Street. I don't want to know what the rents are there. I know, unfortunately, but I didn't want to know that. Uh, and I think it's incredibly cool that we could sort of try to transform a bigger store a big shop into something that could fit in, I don't know, four, five, six square meters, maybe even 10, wow. who knows? That's going to be a luxurious experience. So we have a vision and we are going to present that uh, at Viva Technology in Paris, uh, which is a huge expert 
uh, for all things tech and a lot of fashion there as well, where we're presenting our, our vision for the pop-up store in the future, where people will be able to get merchandise from zero turn just by using the AMR. We're super happy to be doing this. And I think like this is obviously about the utilitarian benefits. Mm. But we could also talk about the future of digital fashion because I think while we are talking about like digital fashion powering the sales of traditional fashion, we think that it definitely has the potential to, you know, be a pure experience. Yeah, so this is exactly what I wanted to ask about what you actually believe the future of digital clothing is. But before we get into that, I did want to just mention the fact that a brand could create a store without having this huge store obviously that is such an amazing concept and I think like you said with this issue of having expensive rent especially in these key cities I think that's a really attractive prospect for brands and again I think the idea of having less products or no physical products in a store is actually a really premium feeling so I think the way that you sell that will be really interesting and obviously now you've done experiences for Tommy Hilfiger and Coach. They're obviously huge conventional fashion brands. Was that the main selling point of getting these brands on board with your AR mirrors? Why were these brands interested in using digital fashion experiences? Well, I think uh, that Tommy Hilfiger and Coach both happen to be brands that are incredibly invested in new tech. I think both of them actually uh, do digital first production where they sometimes or quite often could start with digital garment models during the production cycle, which enables them to pass those over to us and then allows us to adopt those to AR, uh, which I think is one of the reasons. But in general, I think it just happened that these two brands were uh, very much interested in new tech and they were very courageous and they definitely had uh, what it takes to sort of believe in a new thing and give it to run and enjoy the success that comes with it. I feel like generally uh, this is what the premium brands are good at. And I feel like our clients right now are mostly premium brands mm -hmm. uh, or luxury brands even. So this is where we are seeing potential right now. Yeah, no, that, that makes complete sense. They're obviously having a digital first production. So they're embracing digital fashion just in their business model. What do you think the future of digital clothing is? Because obviously there's so many cool use cases for it but really when you think of the impact it has on the entire fashion industry how is it going to look like how is this going to come into the mainstream well i think it's going to take time but by the time this podcast releases apple have probably presented uh their vr headset probably called reality pro if i was right that's amazing if i wasn't sorry jealousness uh i hope i'm right and the rumors were right and the leakers were right because otherwise it's just going to sound really weird uh <laughs> nonetheless uh so apple's headset um uh, which has already been released by now uh is probably going to reshape that in many ways but not immediately because it's the first step towards a world where digital fashion will slowly be more accessible in a way that i mean like basically Right now, digital fashion needs as this sort of superset of everything that is already happening. Uh, you don't really wear a digital fashion item. You apply it on top of something you are wearing. Say some of uh, our shoots are being conducted. Would be someone wearing, you know, a set of clothing and then put digital items on top of that. And it's always going to be that. And right now, the only way to see digital clothing on someone else is to open an app on your phone, point the phone at them, see 
something that you yourself chose, not something that they chose to wear, and be like, okay, cool, that looks great. But once we actually get augmented reality goggles, we'll be able to walk in the street and see people wearing digital clothes that they themselves pick. And that would finally, first of all, give the ownership of the items back to the people. And second, it would work in very much the same way as our air mirrors work. So there would really be no friction between wanting to see someone in digital fashion and actually seeing someone in digital fashion. In fact, you wouldn't even have to want to do that. You would just see people wearing that. No. Uh, I think that's definitely going to come to fruition because there is a demand for that and because of the incredible amount of thought, incredible amount of creativity that already goes in digital fashion. It just has to become a reality. It's already been normalized like we're talking about non-AI digital fashion in many ways. The, not the ones that we actually expect. Things like, say, the Central Land. Not so much, really, because that's a place where people only go for the Metaverse Fashion Week. But things like Roblox, absolutely. Because, I mean, you could actually go there, play a laundry simulator with school kids. You don't have any limits whatsoever. You could spend your time in Gucci Town. Uh, you could skate in Vans World. Like, that is already a functioning place where digital fashion exists, which is why I have a nice Gucci blazer there. You know, and generally, there is incentive on Roblox to buy digital clothing and to use digital clothing because that's how you project your individuality there. So we sort of are already at mainstream adoption. It's just that it's not really yeah. noticeable. And at some point, we will be a full mainstream adoption once the AR goggles actually hit. The AR mirror seems so natural for retail. So I feel like in that way, even though when people hear AR goggles, they think, oh gosh, that seems so far in the future. But it's not that far away from the AR mirror. And that seems to just fit so well already into fashion retail. So I think you can see how it will be the natural evolution to that. But I'm interested to know as well how you personally think this will fit into physical fashion, because I know a lot of people say that we'll have the AR glasses and then everyone will just wear clean suits, obviously thinking way in the future. But do you think that that's actually realistic or it will just be, we still have our normal clothes, people still wear them, but we just have this added experience, like how we use the AR mirror now and it's fun and it's helpful, but we still then go back to our normal way of wearing clothes. I mean, you know, in many ways, it's going to be a bit like all of the hype uh, that was around uh, nutritional replacements, like, you know, things like Soylent, and uh, then there was uh, something else. I don't remember the name of that, it's like super big in the UK. Uh, but basically, all of these brands that were supposed to completely replace your ration, like get rid of meals, just eat this thing, and it's going to be fantastic. So I think... That's what digital fashion purists are advocating in many ways. Like everyone just wears black bodysuits and all the clothes are digital. That's not quite what people want. I think uh, digital fashion shouldn't really be a replacement for traditional fashion. I think it's an excellent accompaniment to that uh, and a brilliant way to create things that are not possible in real life. Because after all, we are, I mean, look, there are definitely days in all countries and all places where you are still only wearing the utilitarian stuff. Like, I don't know, if it's super snowy and you don't really have any good-looking puffer jackets or if it's like a super hot summer day and you could only wear a white T-shirt and a pair of shorts because otherwise you're just going to die. So, you know, that sort of, that, that, these sorts of conditions, uh, they definitely 
first of all, wouldn't work with a one-size-fits-all bodysuit approach or whatever. And second, they are perfect for digital fashion. So, like, applying a layer of something cool on top of something utilitarian, that's going to be super great. And perhaps, in other ways, uh, you could actually style digital fashion to go with your look. And this is something that people are doing, and this is something we've experimented with internally, uh, with the tabby collection. So, Coach Tabby, you get the tabbies in different colors, and you get digital, like purely digital accompaniments to go with them. So, like with a purple tabby, you get a pair of uh, butterfly wings that are sort of made out of balloons or something. With a white tabby, you get covered with this uh, brilliant animal looking tea roses, you know, that sort of stuff. And that actually works well with clothing, that it works well with. Uh, so, if you coordinate the colors, if you're into that, if you find a great uh, color match or something, it works as a great accompaniment, as a great complement to what you're already wearing. So I think this is uh, a great opportunity for digital fashion to create an extra layer of something that couldn't exist right now that could work well with what you're wearing. Yeah, I love how you made the comparison with the meal replacement. There's always going to be these people who have that purist view, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine, but then... Yeah, and that's, and that's interesting, but then it's good to note that that's not the only way people are seeing it or pushing for it, especially with industry leaders of digital fashion like Zero Ten. So that's, I think, the way that you've put that really makes sense. And I've not heard it put in that way. So it's really, really interesting. How do you think that you'll personally use digital fashion? Hmm. Okay, well, I mean, I obviously use some of the items we see on Zero Ten, and I usually use them together with the looks or together with locations uh, I'm at. It's just fun. It's great to explore different clothing options that might not have a chance to exist in real life. Uh, and sometimes it's fun to actually, I don't know, we had a great uh, selection of runway items we did in collaboration with Vogue, um, particularly like here, who are absolutely fantastic and I think like uh, really great. So we did four runway looks from uh, some of the most exciting uh, spring-summer collections 2023 yeah, this year. That like includes a huge dress by Dior, pair of trousers with uh, I think it's a lilac. It's a huge flower. J. W. Anderson for Loewe, of course. Uh, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, there was this huge Louis Vuitton item. There was uh, a Nurushai Dolce uh, Gabbana dress. You know that sort of stuff you could never wear in real life because there's a runway items. I think one of those you can actually buy in Farfetch for like several thousand quid. Uh, definitely not my cup of tea. But you could wear them with apps like Zero Ten, and I think it's super fun. And we also have some fantastical items from independent designers coming in daily, and that's like insane. So you never even think that someone would think of that as a wearable, and then you try it on, and it looks fantastic. That's one part that I really love with digital fashion and AR is that it can give consumers access to luxury brands or products that they just would never be able to get or just wouldn't buy because there's no point in buying them but it gives them a way to still have that interaction with it. And I think that's really, really cool and really, really valuable for brands. But then what is the big vision for Zero Ten? Like what is the next step? Obviously now you've got the AR mirrors and it's all going really well with that. But what is the next big revolutionary thing that you want to do? It's not really about revolutions. I mean, after all, the air mirror was a natural evolution of what we already had with the app. We just wanted to bring it to a bigger screen to have a more natural experience to remove all of the like things you have to do to use an app. So I think all of our next steps are going to be evolutionary. And if they have a chance to revolution, well, that's going to be amazing, isn't it? 
Uh, so I think that we generally are going to work on improving the tech, on improving the user experiences, on trying to find easier, perhaps, uh, or novel ways to approach the app instead of like doing something conventional, we might want to approach it from a different side altogether. We definitely want to see more digital fashion adoption in the world. And I think for that to happen, uh, we all just can't stand still and wait for something to happen. We all have to actively work towards making it more accessible, to towards making it easier to say, create beautiful pictures or to making it easier to deploy air mirrors in your stores uh, or to making it easier to buy something using an air mirror and making sure that that's a brilliant experience. You know, so we are going to be slowly and steadily, actually not slowly, but steadily working on improving all sorts of core tech experiences that we have found so far, looking for new experiences. And we'll definitely will stumble upon a thing or two that will once again be revolutionary in some ways. Yeah, no, it's so cool. And I think just how much that Zero Ten has grown from when you've started to now it's it's been such a short amount of time in a way so even though yes slowly I still think what you can do and the nature of how fast it is evolving it's it's going to be really exciting to see what you do do next so it's what do you think the future of fashion is I don't know the future of fashion is bright full of technology uh, but also is definitely more sustainable than it is right now and there are ways to do that and I think Actually, sustainability is something that people have been thinking about for a very long time. Uh, so the future of fashion is yeah, definitely more tech fueled, more sustainable. Tools like Zero Time can actually help do that. Like we are doing a wholesale project right now with a big client where the Emirates are not being used to sell extra items or to like showcase items in the best way, but to actually help the buyers choose the items that look the greatest and not buy and therefore not produce the items that don't like pass this test. I love that. I really, really love that because I think, yeah, one of the most wasteful parts is over forecasting, buying into the wrong product or yeah, just making too much of something that doesn't sell. So if digital fashion can help that by literally seeing what it will look like, that's, that's really, really cool. That's really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, of course, it's not just about the visualization. It's also about like more accurate forecasts using AI to help with that. And AI is also something that we're looking towards in many ways. So, like, obviously, trial technologies, various approaches. We have a lot of research happening in, inside, and also helping people choose items that fit better to sort of like giving them this personal experience. You only get at the most luxurious stores. Uh, we also want to democratize that to make that possible. So we've built some prototypes internally that help you pick the right items, digital items for now, uh, for your outfit or for the occasion or for the filter you want to apply to. So and we've had some great success with that. How much of a focus is the sustainability aspect for Zero Ten? Definitely is something that we always think about. Definitely is something that is very important to our clients. We work with uh, collections. Uh, I mean, like with John Mendes' collection, for example, that was definitely uh, sustainable, and uh, there were lots of unique uh, approaches used there. But not by us, of course. We we just provided the excellent scion that also perhaps helped. We definitely think that sustainability is something that we want to empower. Sustainability is definitely something that we want more of in the world. And sustainability is something that we have some solutions for, like the air mirror for wholesale or other things like that. 
or even they are mirrors for display windows. You know, you use a few garments that uh, are used in the display windows. That means that you know they could actually be sold. So even though that's like minimal impact, that's still an impact. So yeah, something yeah. like that. No, I love it. And then you also mentioned AI. So obviously that's a huge thing at the moment. And to be honest, I am one of those people that is kind of concerned of AI <laughs> in every way. But then I do see how it can have a lot of benefits. What's your opinion on it as a whole? And how do you plan to use it for Zero Ten specifically? No, we, we already use it in many ways. I mean, all of our body tracking technology, all of us. So we're now talking about generative AI right now. We're talking about AI in general. Without machine learning technology, we would not be able to provide accurate body tracking, accurate segmentation, and the items just won't look good on you. We wouldn't be able to say where your hands are, uh, we wouldn't be able to say uh, that, uh, I don't know, your hands are over the body or something like that. So we already use AI, we already use machine learning technologies to do a lot of that stuff. I was a bit skeptical about the powers of generative AI uh, up to some point. Uh, then I started using uh, ChatGPT and uh, I realized that it's an incredible tool that sort of helps you increase the efficiency of uh, increase the productivity of whatever you do a lot. And uh, it's just, you know, I think it's just only right to use something that sort of helps you work better. I think generative AI right now is, you know, it's it's less of a tool that sort of like is fully interactable, but it's more of something like an advanced typewriter that helps you do things faster, that uh, empowers you to do things that you might not have time to do, something like that, if we're talking about text generative AI. And... Uh, Generative AI in many ways could be also used uh, to boost people's creativity. A lot of um, our digital creators that are on the Zero platform actually use generative AI uh, to not just you know to create items, but to help them generate ideas, help them mock some new uh, approaches they want to sort of like see, and uh, then maybe perhaps uh, generate textures uh, that would look good in AI or something like that. So generative. AI is really helping people do cool things already. We feel like we definitely could also use a lot of different approaches uh, there to help people just, you know, I don't know, pick the right items uh, or create better content. And uh, it's not like anything that we do could go malicious in any way whatsoever. Yeah. So I think the scary part of AI is more the bigger picture. But I think when talking about it in fashion or creativity, then the way it's used is just as an additional tool that isn't actually different to what people do already. It's just making it more efficient. And then, like you said, with the body tracking, you wouldn't be able to do that without it. It's looking at it in that way. So I think, yeah, it's really interesting. And I suppose only time will tell and like the conversation will keep evolving around AI. But it's always interesting to hear how it's actually being used in practice. So it's really, really cool. The future has many opportunities for all of us. I think we will definitely be able to find approaches to all of them uh, one way or another. I definitely believe that AR is going, I mean, augmented reality AR is going to be developing really fast, really soon because of all the renewed interest to the field uh, because of Apple's latest announcement uh, that should have happened by now. AI is also something that will be used to power more fashion things and i mean like the tech and fashion in general is amazing already uh, there are lots of things happening but so i think yeah yeah the future is definitely uh bright in many ways amazing well where can people try zero ten and also learn more about it and yourself 
Well, of course, uh, we have an app which is only available for iPhones and iPads. So you could download it on the App Store and it's called Zero Ten. Hard to miss. If you don't have uh, any of those devices, you are still welcome to browse the incredible selection of digital items on our website, uh, which is zero10.app. Also very creative here. We have air mirrors right now, but we won't have them by the time this uh, uh, podcast releases uh, in New York City. But that's uh, taken down on uh, 5th of June. Uh, we are going to be present at Viva Technology in Paris, 14th to 17th of June. So if you're going to Viva Technology, feel free to drop in and we'll show you some cool stuff. Uh, and we're going to have more projects that unfortunately I'm not allowed to talk about yet, but we probably will have projects in New York City this summer. We'll probably have projects in Europe this autumn, you know, and plenty of other places in the world. Yeah. Well, it's very, very exciting. I'm a massive fan of Zero Ten. I think it's so cool. And yeah, I can't wait to see what you do next. So thank you so much for sharing your insight. And yeah, can't wait to see what is next for Zero Ten. Thank <laughs> you.